0: Yo, 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 what's up my horror movie motherfuckers, man, it's your boy T-Shon here with another horror movie hood review, for my folks out there, man, everybody that's listening, chiming in, is gonna download, I wanna say what's up, hope you had a great fucking week, hope you have a great, even greater weekend, because we we're... Definitely gonna do a, a good classic today. Uh definitely a fucking classic, one of my all time favorites. Uh oh, I, I see uh the wife has chimed in. Hello, baby girl. Love you. Hope you're having a good day at work. Um Yeah, man. I hope everybody's had a had a great, great week. You know what I'm saying? I hope everybody was safe and uh Hung out, smoked a lot of weed, and same thing for this weekend, man. Hang out, watch some horror movies, and smoke some weed. Hopefully, you're going to watch this horror movie that we're going to review today, uh, and it's it's a classic. It's definitely one of my fucking favorites. Um, Cheryl, welcome to the podcast. We're going to be talking about the 1983 classic john carpenter classic christine uh christine's also it's based off of the stephen king novel of christine so that uh you know with stephen king man he's he's definitely one to if you're gonna make a movie you're gonna definitely reference off of one of his books man it's gonna be a it's gonna be a smash so uh it definitely was uh back in 83 man like it was uh, just something some we've never seen before something you know we've never encountered uh you know a, a haunted car a possessed car or how you know whatever and it it man and it had some of the best fucking actors in it like they were young and but they they all grew up and was doing like and you know grew up to do great shit uh, you know, it stars Keith Gordon as Arnie, which is the uh, the the guy who purchases Christine, uh, who is the token fucking nerd. Uh, he also has his his buddy Dennis, who is the school jock. Which kind of you know, it's kind of cool that the jock, but I think they had, they had been friends for so long that. You know, he evolved into the jock. Arnie's still a fucking nerd? You're a fucking nerd. You're a fucking nerd and no one likes you. <laughs> but um <laughs> Yeah, I just said that. Uh it's also it's got a um, Alexander Paul, uh she's she plays Lee. Uh, it has Kelly Preston. Uh, Kelly Preston was the wife of John Travolta, who passed away. Um, she had breast cancer. Uh, was wet in some of the like was my big crush, and I'm not even a blonde type guy. You know, no offense to the blondes out there, but I'm just you know just always like that. You know, dark hair, dark complected, dark eyes, whatever, but. Kelly Preston was, man, was my fucking, woo, like, she was the shit, um, also had, uh, Harry Dean, which Harry Dean played, uh, he played in uh, so many fucking movies, man, he played in Pretty in Pink, he was, uh, Molly Ringwald's father, um, had, uh, Robert Brosky, which this guy has been in so many movies, uh. And I mean, you you can look him up. You can Google him, and it'll it'll show you you know what all like, that he's been in. He's uh, uh, he was in Mrs. Doubtfire, um, Lords of Discipline, which is a really slept on movie, I mean, one of my favorite movies. But he played a hell of a part in that, great great part in that. But it, you know, he's Googling, and you'll you'll definitely find out. But there is a yeah man, it's a, it's a it's a future star-studded cast, but it starts off in the beginning of 1958 where they are building the 1958 Plymouth Furies, and which was fucking amazing car. Loved it. Uh, they actually when they released the movie. In eighty three, they said that it was a nineteen fifty seven Plymouth Fury, and it's it's not too far. You know, it's really not too far off because they actually used three different cars in this movie. Uh, They used a, of course, the nineteen fifty eight Plymouth Fury. They also used the the fifty eight. Belvedere, Plymouth, Belvedere, and Savoy, because they look so much alike, and it 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 worked. It worked. I think they used like twenty-two cars during this movie. But uh, so it starts out, and I think it. I believe it takes place in uh, nineteen seventy-eight, Rock Ridge, California. And it, uh, I guess, Dennis um, is John uh, John Stockwell. John Stockwell has played in a shit ton of movies. Uh, he was Cougar in Top Gun. Uh, he played in My Science Project. He has directed and done uh, so many other movies. Also, Keith Gordon is the one who plays Arnie keith gordon he he was kind of the the 80s uh star you know he he was in but actually he was 70s as well because he played in jaws played in jaws too, and uh played in back to school um again just has been in so many movies man but anyway uh before I get started on this on this movie, I, I've got to tell this uh, crazy little story. Uh, when we were younger, and it was probably about, um, I'm going to say ninety, I guess 1990. Uh, me and my cousin John, uh, he would always get his sister's Toyota. And it was a little Toyota Corolla, and we would just drive drive around and act a fucking fool. And but every time, I don't I don't know if anybody has heard of the 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 group King Diamond. Um, it's a shock metal band, but back you know back in the day, it was uh, you know just had a had a few you know cool little songs on it. But we would put that fucking tape in and again. I tell you how long ago it was it? Was a fucking tape. But we put the tape in and start playing uh, the the intro to the song, uh, or the intro to the album. I think it was uh, Come Home or Welcome Home. And something always fucked up with this car. Always fucked up. And, of course, you know, I look at John, I, I'm like, bro, like, is this fucking car haunted? Like, are we riding around in the Corolla version of Christine? But, <laughs> and then we started thinking, well, what if it's the fucking song? You know what I mean? Cause this dude is like, I mean, look and Google him King diamond. You will see that he's a uh, woo. Yeah. Uh, good voice, but fucking creepy, creepy as fuck. And, yeah, the car would just fuck up every time, but not only was it John's car, my one of my older sisters had a Cutlass Supreme that my that my parents got her for her 16th birthday. Um I didn't get anything for my 16th birthday, but <laughs> but uh we would ride with her, we ride with her and put, you know, the same song in and her car started fucking up. And so needless to say, we were like, dude, fuck this. We're not listening to King Diamond anymore, anymore. And it continued to happen quite a few times to both cars. So it, it, you know, kind of kind of creep. We probably scared ourselves so bad, you know, because of the you know watching christine and watching other horror movies and it it was just it, it was super crazy but anyway we let's go ahead and jump into this movie uh it uh thank you baby girl i love I, I, I love that you love the show and uh but anyway it starts out with arnie cunningham uh his friend dennis and they they go to they go to high school. It's the first day of school. They're seniors. They're the shit. Uh, they're ready for you know fucking school to be over with. And they as they get in there, they they start they start they they meet at the locker and they're talking. They're talking about this new girl that has came into school and of course. That's that's the way it was. Or maybe still, you know, to this to this day, I'm not sure. But, you know, we any, you know, fine new girl came into school, we're like, Man, did you see a new chick? Wow, holy shit. But uh and the new girl is Lee. Lee Cabot. And she's super, super gorgeous, played by uh Alexandra Paul. She uh has done a, a ton of movies as well. And so as they're talking, they're they're, you know, more or less letting Arnie know how much of a nerd he is because he's having trouble with his fucking locker. Um, you know, he he go he actually one of the one of his friends, well the one of Dennis's football buddies, jokes on him. He's like, "Oh, you having trouble with your locker, Cunningham," and you know, <laughs> so lets him know how much of a fucking nerd he is. Um uh, so the day, you know, day goes by or whatever and it's it's lunchtime. Um Dennis is waiting on Arnie and he's in the I guess the main yard of the front of the school and he asks a guy walking by, you know, hey, have you seen Arnie? And he's like, yeah, you know, he's like, buddy, he's in the shop class. Uh buddy Rapperton has his lunch. And good old Buddy Rapperton at motherfucker, like, 30 years old in fucking high school. You know what I mean? So, uh, and he, this guy plays a hell of a, a good bully. He really does. I I actually had a, a bully that fucked with with me and my cousin as kids, and his name was Buddy. You know, he was a big, fat, curly-headed motherfucker, and, uh. Andy Griffith crew, man, welcome to the podcast, man, we're talking about 1983, Christine, uh, so, you know, Buddy Repertino has got him in there, and he's he's got his lunch, and he's not, you know, not giving it to him, telling him, come and get it, you know, and so, when Dennis goes in there, he's telling him, he's, he, he's like, you know, Buddy, give him his lunch, man, give him his lunch, and he's like, tell him to come get it. He pulls out a fucking switchblade and he cuts the, cuts the lunch and it, it, you know, it's like got yogurt in it, spills all over the fucking place. And he basically, buddy's telling him, come on, come get it, come get it. And he's like, put the knife down and I will. And he's like, you know, buddy's like, come on, come get it with the knife. Dennis, Dennis is the lifesaver. He jumps in, you know, and he's like, you know, man, in my book that calls you that that makes you a pussy. You know, you got a knife. And so he he hits the knife. They get it or knocks the knife out of buddy's hand. Uh, Dennis springs springs on buddy. Um and when I say spring on, he he knocked the fuck out of dude. Uh and you know, really, you know, licks his ass. But then then Jonah Hill, twin, and I swear to God, this fucking dude. And I have it for you right here. I am going to play this shit. I don't know if you can hear it, but this is Jonah Hill, his fucking twin from the 80s. Sounds like him, looks like him. So you guys listen and you tell me. Come on, take I ain't been doing nothing. That is fucking Jonah Hill, man. It's crazy. And I mean, he even kind of looks like him. So the, uh, they, you know, they go and get the principal, uh, the sensor, the assistant principal comes in there confronts Buddy, asks him if, you know, he's got a knife and all this shit, and he's like, no, and he's like, you know, if you don't think I can turn can turn out your pockets, and it's like, he grabs Buddy, Rep- you know, uh, Buddy Reperton and starts shaking him, you know what I mean? Like, the fucking teacher's shaking the shit out of this dude, and he ends up pulling out the knife, throws it on the ground, and tells him you know to finish emptying out his pockets but he's like fuck you you ball-headed fuck fuck like just just tripping so but he gets kicked out of fucking school man uh the you know the other little fucking little cronies uh which is rich played by steven tash he played he played in like uh he was in Ghostbusters. He was the guy at the very beginning getting electrocuted, uh, getting shock treatment. Uh you also have uh Stuart Charno. Uh Stuart Charno was in every fucking eighties movie, I swear to God, man. Just one of the guys. He was in Once Bitten. Uh Light Bright, Aloha. What's up? Much love, much love. Uh he was in Friday the 13th part 2. Uh, he gets credited for Friday the 13th part 3, but I I don't think he was in there. But anyway, this guy, yeah, ton of fucking movies, man. I'm well. I hope you're doing good. Uh and it has been a while. I I definitely remember you, man. Thank you for uh joining the podcast again, man, uh, but so yeah, they, they take off, you know, they suspend them for school. So, so Arnie and Dennis are, you know, Dennis is driving home and Michael, Mike Myers used to haunt my, yeah. Haunt your nightmares. He is a very haunting motherfucker. I'm telling you. Um, but so he's taking him home and they're driving by and they see this fucking beat up ass fifty eight Plymouth Fury that's sitting out in the back of this car like or back of this yard and it's beat all the shit uh, they get out and and George is out back he plays the elderly gentleman who's selling the car, and Arnie falls in love he falls in love with. Him. And he he's got to go and look at it. So he makes Dennis turn around. He goes back and they're looking at the car and Dennis is like, you know, Arnie, you could, you know, like you could really get a decent car for what this guy is charging, you know? And the old man looks at him and he's like, you don't know half half the of the shit you think, you know, shitter. And so Arnie buys the car for two hundred and fifty bucks goes home and his parents are you know they they were they're raising hell. How why are, why did you buy this car? Why this and that? And they don't let him even park it in the driveway. They don't let him park it in you know there at all. So as Arnie's getting kind of bitched out, Dennis is getting bitched out by Arnie's mom. And she, I mean this this chick's really a bitch. And she's uh she's actually played by uh Christine Belford, she she played in a lot of TV movies and uh, a lot of television. But, again, Google her. You can check it out. And she's like, why didn't you talk him out of buying that car? And he's like, he wanted to buy it. You know, he's like, I can't talk him out of it. You know, I tried to, and he still bought it. And she's like, I'm sure you tried very hard and you know i would have been like man fuck you and bounce but you know it's the 70s there there was a lot more respect for for adults um it, it different times <laughs> i'm smart because i got away from him Well, i'm i'm glad you got away from michael myers <laughs> i'm definitely glad cuz yeah i would have too trust me so it it gets to where he he goes and he parks his uh parks Christine in uh Lunar Lena. Lena thank you for joining the podcast talking about Christine um so he pulls up and it's a Darnell's garage and you know Darnell is uh played by uh, Robert Broski I believe that's what is it Proski and, again, this guy has fucking been in everything. Uh, thank you for not calling me Linda. <laughs> okay, listen, Linda. <laughs> listen, listen, Linda. But this guy, uh, he, like I said, he man, he was in Far and Away, Mrs. Doubtfire, Lords of Discipline again. Like, been a, a million, a million different movies, man. Uh, again, look him up. He's a hell of an actor or con- I mean, he's, was, he's passed away now, but so they, they pull into, you know, Darnell's garage and, you know, Darnell's, he comes out like, turn that fucking thing off, raising hell because doesn't have a fucking uh, muffler on it and smoke blowing out of it and, you know, he's like, he's like, that's the last time you run that in here and without without a muffler and so he's like look you know this place is for working stiffs we don't really you know we don't really let kids and he gives them a hard time you know basically the way fucking old people do you know they, they give kids a hard time because they don't think that you know we appreciated shit and we probably didn't like we probably deserved that shit honestly so he he gets them in there man and uh the fun, one of the funny things is dennis uh Arnie's friend uh, who's john stockwell he he says uh darnell says something about no smoking there's no smoking in here when dude's got a big ass cigarette uh, cigar in his hand, and oh Dennis looks around and he sees these guys playing cards at the table smoking, and he's like uh sir." Those guys are over there smoking. You may want to go stop him. And the dude looks at him. He goes, You're trying to work your buddy right on out of here, ain't you, Chuck? And, and he, you know, it's just, he's like, his look is like, No. And so that is the beginning of kind of turning. I think, I think Christine needs that. Love to rebuild her, to activate the the car, the 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 soul of the haunted, the possessed car, whatever the fuck. And Arnie needs somebody to love him to, so that he can appreciate, you know, that appreciates him back. And he puts all of his fucking time into this car, rebuilding it and. So, as he's in there doing, you know, he's doing all this stuff, and Darnell, he's he's looking, and he's like, you know, this guy's done all this work in just a couple of weeks. And he's like, but look how backwards he works. He's like, he's got brand new windshield wipers on a busted fucking windshield. And that's, you know, hey, that's kids, man. We kind of, you know, we, we work backwards. You know, I, I guess I'm not a kid, but back then yeah we did we we did what we thought was more important <laughs> but um he he you know Darnell lets him grab all kind of shit from his little junkyard he's got out back to help you know rebuild his car so when Darnell comes over to Arnie and Arnie's like you know, he's working on his car, and he's like, you know, I know you don't have, you know, money falling out of your fucking pockets, and, you know, I know you're doing a good job, he's like, but, you know, if you want to do a couple of lube jobs around here, and pick up around the place, put toilet paper roll on a thing, you know, you can rummage through my my garbage whenever you want to to, you know, to help your car, and He's like, hell, I might throw in a couple bucks. And fucking Arnie looks at him and he's like, Well, I'll think about it. And Darnell's like, Well, don't think about it too long. I'll throw you out on your fucking ass. <laughs> and, and it's just, you know, the the offer and the the kind of disrespectful way he's like, I'm gonna think about it. Well, no, motherfucker. You know what I'm saying? Like he's offering you a good uh a good opportunity. So Arnie's kind of doing this thing. He's working for Darnell. Kind of, kind of shies away from Dennis. And uh, so, you know, back to school. That everybody is trying to ask out the new girl, Lee, played by uh, Alexander Paul, and she's turned down everybody. And Dennis goes up, you know, because he's the pretty boy jock, and he asks her out, and shit, and she's like, I've got a date, and he's like, shocked, he's he's really like, he got his fucking feelings hurt, so, they get out, and their uh, shows, uh, the next scene is a football game, and they're, you know, they're playing football, and Arnie comes pulling up in this fucking 58 fury, and it is Christine, Christine, and he not only gets out of this nice-ass car, he gets out with Lee, the girl who everybody's trying to get, the fucking nerd, has done got her. He's asked her out, he's doing his thing, and Dennis being, like, focusing on Arnie and Lee and Christine – and not focusing on the fucking game gets blasted. Gets gets catches a ball, gets blasted, gets put in the hospital. Uh, almost, I think it almost paralyzes him. So Arnie comes in and he's, you know, he's like, "Oh man, you know, sorry, you're hurt or whatever." And he's like, "You know, you know." Dennis is like, "Man, what's up with Lee?" And he's like, Yeah, we like each other pretty good. And he was like, you know, how'd you get that car looking so good? And he's like, Man, just some hard work, some elbow grease. And so when but when he pulls up at the game, the all the all the fucking buddy rapperton punks, which is Moochie, uh, which is he's played by uh Malcolm Daener. You got Don, which is Stuart Charno, he's been in everything, Rich, um, and Buddy. And they see it and Moochie's like, I know where he keeps it. So they catch Arnie going into Darnell's garage and as he's driving in, the door doesn't shut all the like automatically, like super fast. So they all sneak in and Man, they trash this fucking car. Trash it. And the next day, after, you know, Lee, Lee kind of gives him a little shit, you know, like like, you know, you, you like this car, you spend more time with this car than you do me. And, you know, Arnie, of course, is like, you know, it's a car. I've just put my, you know, all my money and my time into it. And I you know, this and that. So he goes and he takes Lee with him to go and get something out of Christine. Um, He's using his boss's Darnell's Cadillac. And he goes to the garage. They both walk in and I mean, man, this fucking car is trashed. It is worse than before. And he kind of snaps on Lee and he, you know, don't you touch her. You get away from her and like, like really aggressive. Like, this car is his fucking bitch. You know, this is his bitch. And that's, he's so uh, protective of this fucking car. And he just goes in and starts trying to fix her up and. He he tells her, he gets in the car with her, and I think this is where it sparks a relationship of how much he is in love with the car, and how much the car is kind of in love with him, which is fucking weird, you know, but it's, so he he tells, he's like, no one's ever going to come in between us, and, you know, I'm going to fix this, and. We'll do it together. So he you know, he gets out the car and all of a sudden he hears metal moving. And he looks around and the top of the engine is fixed, pristine. Again, Christine is getting pristine. And he backs up and he goes, okay, show me. And... That fucking car, and I thought this was one of the coolest parts of the movies or of the movie was when the car started coming back together, and of course, you know you could tell that they you know they they crushed the car uh one of the twenty two cars that was used in this movie crushed it uh then played it in reverse to make it look like everything's going back together, but it was fucking cool, super fucking cool. You know, like I said, especially for 83, you know what I mean? I'm 10. So, I mean, you know, that, that shit's cool as fuck to me. And so as it gets back together, uh, Moochie, it, it shows the next night, Moochie, one of the fucks that tore his car up, part of the little, you know, little, I guess, Buddy Rapperton crew. He gets out of, you know, he's getting a ride or getting off work, and it shows Christine off way off in the back, and it's, you know, it's dark. And you hear this uh, little bitty pretty one is being played. And you hear that. It's being played, and, you know, Moochie's like, he's like, Cunningham? Is that you? You ain't mad, are you? Well yeah, motherfucker. You fucked my car up, dude. Hell yeah, I'm mad. And all of a sudden Christine I mean, it just floors it, starts chasing his big ass. So it runs you know, runs them all around. They finally get into a truckloading uh kind of a nook where you can back back up, you know, smaller trucks to unload and shit, like a loading dock, and Christine is so wide, it's trying to get in there, and kill Moochie, and it can't really get all the way in, but this motherfucker pulls a knife out, and he's like, alright, you're a dead man, And, and like, what the fuck are you gonna do with your little ass knife, and Christine floors it, and I mean, man comes in crushes his fat ass. And I can say fat ass because I am I'm a little fat myself. So it is what it is. Uh, so it take you know, it 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 gets out um the next day, the, you know, Arnie's getting out of school early. And a detective who is, you know, that's Harry Dean. It's a uh, Detective Rudolph. And he's, he's standing out there and he's looking at the car and he's like, you know, man, you know, I heard your car was totaled. And he was like, yeah, it wasn't as bad as it seems. And he was like, oh, you know, I I heard they punched holes in the body and all this shit and, and be damned if I could see the feel. And you know, of course, you know, Arnie's like, well, you can if you look real close and this and that. And he's asking them all these questions about paint, and how did he get, you know, where did he get it, and how did he do it so fast, and he, he must be just the, the best fucking, uh I guess, body mechanic, or, you know, body mechanic that there is, so, but he's really wanting to talk about Moochie's murder, because they know that Moochie and the Reperton crew are the ones who done it, who fucked. You know, fucked his car up, and so Arnie gets in his car and he starts it up, and the detective he's looking down, and mandu starts revving it up and shit, and he he finally Arnie you know gets out of the car and he's pissed. He's like, "What the fuck, man!" And he was like, "You know, uh, I guess you heard about Moochie and he was like, "He was like, yeah," he was like. He's like they kind of scrape Mucci up off the street, and he was like, "Yeah, well, isn't that what you do with shit? Scrape it up with a little shovel." And of course, that didn't do it any better. And uh, it from this on, it's just like Arnie is getting worse. He's 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 turning into uh, the the person that Christine wants him to be to focus on her and to have that fuck you attitude. And Dennis ends up going to Arnie's mom and dad and starts asking them, you know, questions about what's going on. The mom tells her tells him that when they went to register it, that they found out that the guy died in it. The guy who had it before died in it. And Dennis goes to George, the guy who sells him the car, and he's, he's like, you know, man, I know about your brother, and he's like, you do, huh, and he's like, yeah, I know, you know, I know he died in it, he's like, you, you don't know shit, kid, he's like, my brother died because he wanted to, and ran a hose from the exhaust pipe all the way to the window and died, killed himself. Then he said his wife died the same way, carbon monoxide poison in the car. And he said he made him sell it. Made him made him sell the car because his brother wouldn't get rid of it after his wife died. And he said two days later the car came back. And that you know, that's when you're like, the fucking car came back? Like, what the fuck? So the, it, you know, it kind of it goes to the next night and they're at this gas station where um, the the Rapperton little crew or whatever uh, kind of hang out and this are you know Christine pulls up and fucking hits Buddy Rapperton's car and I think it's a fucking Chevelle, it's super nice car and man they it, it it's crazy it is a it's fucking crazy but so christine basically takes out oh um don who uh and rich takes them out in the gas station and sets them on fire you know blows up the fucking gas station the cars on fire well buddy represents trying to run away Runs his fucking ass over, man. So they're done, and and it's amount the amount of I think the it starts off September twelfth. The whole movie does is when he gets the uh, Arnie gets the car in seventy eight, and uh, this happens on December sixteenth. So in just a few months, they have basically. Arnie and Christine have got this bond, unbreakable fucking bond that he even starts snapping on Lee. Uh, Lee ends up not wanting to talk to him anymore. And Dennis is like, you know, man, it's fucking, it's killing it. It's there's something wrong with him. There's something going on. And it's, it's just, I I don't know, man. It it's just, it was wild but uh, uh thank you for joining the podcast man shout I I want to shout everybody out man I'm trying to but uh actually there there is we got 26 people in there so that's fucking cool but uh anyway uh so Lee and Dennis get an idea to lure Christine because they're they're now Convinced that Christine is doing this on her own, on, the, on its own. That it's a fucking haunted ass car, and they're going to lure Christine to Darnell's garage. And he does that by Dennis goes out and carves into Christine with a screwdriver, the hood, Darnell's tonight. And they go, uh, Dennis and Lee go, and they get this big-ass tractor uh, bulldozer thing and put it in there, and they're going to try to fight the car like that. And as they're in there and they're trying, you know, they're getting ready in the warehouse, you, man, these lights come on and you hear this beep. And, it, of course, being a John Carpenter movie, the movie score on it was fucking ridiculous, ridiculous, I mean, I, I, it was creepy, it was taunting, it was, it, it was, it was awesome, I, I loved it, and uh, so, the car just starts chasing them down, chasing them down, and they finally get into the, the tractor, the bulldozer, and start trying to run this motherfucker over, and it is still, it starts rebuilding itself it's like become unfucking destructible and so they're you know they're like what in the fuck you know what are we going to do and they finally end up going in this office and uh Christine builds itself back up and comes like busting through this office that they're hiding in and Arnie comes flying through the fucking windshield so it wasn't just Christine it was Arnie that had actually got so involved so enthralled and possessed with this car obsessed with this car he's willing to kill and any anybody who tries to hurt the car so they end up I really i don't i mean I don't wanna ruin the ending for you, but they end up you know crushing the car down and it's it's crazy how it ends. I will tell you that much I um, won't tell you exactly how it ends, but it is fucking crazy, and I love the ending the ending was was awesome uh, it was a again great fucking movie it had all the elements of suspense. Uh, even some terror, you know, like you get run over by a flaming fucking car, catches your ass on fire. I mean, that's fucking pretty horrible. You get crushed by a car. I mean, that's that's yeah, that's that's horrific. So, but uh, yeah, it, it just had all the elements, it had all the fucking elements, man. And I really, really, really fucking dug how they how they did everything. It was it was great. And I still enjoy it to this day. Uh oh. <laughs> to this day, I yeah, I I I love it, man. It's just uh I watched it yesterday. I'll probably watch it again today. Like really no shit. Um it's 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 worth it. It is definitely fucking worth it. But uh, now I look at the time, man. Damn, I, whoop, y'all know what it is. She done chimed in. Y'all know what time it is, Uh And anybody who listens to the show, when I say that, uh, you know it is smoke fucking thirty, man. And uh, as as the wife just came in, Smokey, smoky, yeah, buddy. And um, uh, today we we gonna do we're gonna do a little CBD from Integrity Farms, my homeboy up in Murfreesboro. We're going to do a little CBD. We're going to do some uh some live uh live rosin and it's not sure exactly what strain, but it's fire. So, we're going to do a little bit of that and I'm going to bump a little T-Shana Track Bastard while I do that. Ooh, a little bottom of the bag. So y'all go ahead, man. Enjoy this shit while I enjoy control. this. Blow, pack of, oh. oh. Smoking weed, man. I've been waking bacon since the '80s. is brought to you by some fire-ass CBD. Ooh-wee. I'm the Freddy Krueger. Yeah. Oh. good lord, man, dude, that that fucking CBD with that rising, that shit is that's on point on point, buddy. Like fuck man. Alright. Man, I am back. Ooh, man, that motherfucker just blew me away. Alright. Now guys, again, if you listen to the show, man, you know again what time it is. Uh man K, what's up? What's up? Thank you for joining the podcast, man. We were reviewing John, well, John Carpenter's 1983 classic, but it's based off Stephen King's book, Christine. And if you're j- if you're just joining in now, I am going to post this uh, so it'll be available for download in about, I don't know, 30 minutes, hour, or something like that. So, uh, but yeah, man, thank you for joining the podcast. Much love, much love. Um, so guys, now we're going to go to, uh, What always happens, like I said, if you listen to the show, you know what time it is. We're going to go ahead and rate this fucking movie. And we're going to start out with film originality. Uh, The film originality, fucking uh, great. I mean, you have not seen a movie that was done about a haunted fucking car. And... Yeah, the the idea was amazing. The way they done it was fucking amazing. Um Yeah, I just I I loved it. I, I thought it was super super original. Uh still still one of my favorites. So, uh, I'm going to go I'm I'm going to give it a motherfucker a 10. I mean, it's it is what it is. I'm going to give it a 10 <laughs> and uh so then we're going to go to cinematography. Uh cinematography man, everything, I think everything was shot fucking amazing. Amazing. And uh, all the angles, um still shots, uh steady cam, of course, John Carpenter, he's he's one of the originators of the steady cam. Uh, but yeah, man, done amazing. Fucking loved it. Uh, so I'm going to give the cinematography, uh, a nine, um, just, just because like I said, you know, it's 83, uh, it's not super, you know, high, high quality HD shit, you know, but for its time, it gets a nine, uh, characters, I think. I think all the characters played their character very fucking well. Uh, the acting was amazing. Um, a lot of young actors who came to go on to do better and bigger things. Uh, a lot of older actors who came in and, and just crushed it. So, I, man, the, the characters were awesome. I think everybody had... A, a legit part in it, you know, it's, um, to make the movie. So, I'm gonna go ahead and give it, I, yeah, I'm gonna give it a 10. S- uh, special effects. Man, the special effects in this shit was so crazy. Again, there was not a lot of fucking blood and gore, even when, you know, Moochie gets crushed by the fucking, by Christine, or when, you know, Arnie comes through the fucking window or the windshield or Buddy Reperton gets run the fuck over. Like, it just wasn't a lot of gore and blood. But the special effects, like crushing the car, playing it in reverse to have it look like it's rebuilding itself, man, unbelievable. I loved it. And for 83, you cannot fucking, you couldn't beat it. So you got to place it up there on the top. Uh, so special effects, man, 10, uh, music score, Who like I said earlier, the music score was ridiculous. The, the taunt as the car is chasing you, the, uh, as it's, as it's doing its thing. I mean, it, it's just fucking John Carpenter did a great fucking job. I mean, he, he is, he is the master of scores, I mean that's that's the man behind Halloween, so yeah. I mean and fucking the fog and shit like that. Like bro, like he knows it. So yeah, I gotta give it a ten. Gotta give it a fucking ten, man. Uh, I usually do sound quality. I I really don't. I the sound quality was good. I mean, it, like I said, it's just not you know it wasn't the Dolby Digital, the Hi Fi shit. Uh, it was you know it was. 83, so, you know, for 83, I I mean, fucking, we'll give it an 8, we'll give it an 8, uh, scares, man, some of the scares in this movie were, like, the jumps, the, um, it, it, it had quite a bit, uh, not, not too much to where, you know, you don't want to, uh, say, I don't know, call it a, uh, uh, really like a. Uh, uh, I'm trying to think of the fucking word. I'm high. <laughs> it wasn't that intense to be called, uh, too many scares, but there was a lot of, uh, good little jump parts in it. You know what I mean? Like, uh, like, Oh shit. Like, Oh fuck. Like, damn. Like there was a bunch of those, so if you know if if we're gonna go off that, then definitely yeah we're we're giving it a nine it it was up there it wasn't too many, but it, there you know there was enough um the entertainment value the entertainment value on this fucking movie great love it to this to this day uh, like I said, I watched it the other day, I'll probably watch it to fucking today. Um, And I suggest you watch it, guys. If you have not seen Christine, 1973, or 1983, John Carpenter, go rent it, borrow it, buy it, stream it, watch that motherfucker. Because it is definitely worth the time. It is definitely worth the fucking time. You will not regret the time that you put into this movie watching and it will be a rewatch. Uh that's that's a, another thing that I kind of look at too, but for the entertainment value, 10. It it was great. Rewatch value, um you're definitely going to watch it again. You're going to watch this movie, you're probably going to want to read the book. And uh it's 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 very rare to find the original uh, because they're they're doing so many, uh, I guess every you know everything retro is coming back in. So the collectors are, are you know buying everything up. So, but I do believe you can get the book reprint. <clears throat> um, but don't like I said, don't take my word for it. But you know, get on Google, Duck, Duck Go, whatever your search engine is, and find where they've got it. But If you want to, if you want to read the book, read the book, but you are definitely going to want to see this fucking movie, uh, the, actually my mom read the book, uh, watched the movie with, with us. And she said it was one of the closest that, you know, it's, it is to the, you know, movie wise to the book. So, uh and my mom loved horror movies just like I mean that's who introduced me to horror movies so yeah man for rewatch value 10 uh, so all together guys I'm going to give uh the, you know Christine 1983 John Carpenter I'm going to give it a 9.5 and for for this show and me you know that that's that's dope. That's uh, that's that's uh, it's up there, and uh matter of fact, I'm finna hit this fucking bowl again. Excuse me. Excuse me while I flick my bit, man. Ooh, man, that is tell you that's definitely that's a good one to start off the weekend man again that's frosted grapes from integrity farms <coughs> also from dr p is the live the live rising. uh love it not again not sure what strain it is or came from but it's fire <laughs> and uh but Yeah man, for this movie 9.5 everything was done great. Just overall great fucking movie man. I definitely suggest to go watch it. Uh, I'm not sure what they have it on. Again, you can Google it. It'll show uh, where you can stream it. Uh, You may be able to watch it on YouTube for free. Sometimes uh, they do have movies on there for free. But uh, you can check that, or you can check any other streaming service, and I guarantee—again, I guarantee—you you will not regret it. And if you do regret it and you didn't like it, man, guys, hit us up, hit hit us up, man. Email us at thehorrormoviehoodreview at gmail dot com, horrormoviehoodreview at gmail dot com. You can hit us up on our Facebook. And that's Facebook, The Horror Movie Hood Review. You also go to our TikTok, the Horror Movie Hood Review. I finally got the fucking password. Um I Twitter again, fuck Twitter. I don't like Twitter. Uh I so we shut that shit down. We'll not be starting it back up. Uh Instagram, you can go check us out on Instagram, same thing. Instagram, the horror movie hood review. And let us know. Let us know what you thought about the movie. And, again, you know, guys, let us know what you think about the show. We would love to have your feedback. or Something that, you know, we can add. Something that we take, need to take away. Um, you know, open to any, any kind of criticism. It's always constructive. Never destructive criticism. I, I'm, I, I take it all with a grain of salt. I've had motherfuckers say, you know, man, I, I really don't like your show you know, then I've had, I love your show. (laughs) I mean, but it, 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 we, we, I do it, man, because again, you know, my, my, my mental health, again, we're always tuned in with that mental health awareness because that is a life changing life controlling situation. You know, if you're not, if you're not there and, uh, not having a positive day or uh, uh you know you're you're suffering from mental illness it can man, it can fucking ruin your life man it really can you know you got to have a strong support system um and a lot, a lot of us don't get that a lot of us don't get the support system that we need and i say we because uh, if you haven't listened to the show i, I suffer from severe ptsd agoraphobia, um, and social anxiety. And it it is um it is it's rough. Some days it is rough. Uh and you know I, I do I do have a, a fairly well support system. You know, my you know my wife doesn't really understand some some of my mood swings and she can't because she hasn't gone through it. She doesn't she can't read my mind. So, you know, every everybody if you're living with someone with with a a mental illness, guys, get to understand, try to understand it. Try to understand that person and you know what they what sets them off, triggers them, uh but show them love. Love them. You know, and, and if it's just to reach out to you know a friend that you see having a bad day or they're, you know, they're, they're posting, you know, negative stuff on their, you know, social media, reach out to them, man, give them a, throw them a lifeline, because that's what it could do, it could save that person's life, it could change their whole day, their whole week, just saying, hey man, just wanted to tell you, I love you, man, I'm thinking about you brother or sister, you know, much love, if you need anything, holler at me, just giving somebody the the door that they can that they think that or know that they can open for help can man probably make their day 50 to 70 I I don't know totally change it so you know definitely we we definitely encourage God, everybody to do that man reach out and tell them that you love you, you love them you're thinking about them and how how much they mean to you because you may not get that chance life is very short and it's yeah sometimes it just it takes that one thing to set somebody off and then that's it you don't have a chance to tell them that again all you have is the wishes that you would have contacted them or why didn't i but so anyway, we're going to, you know, guys, just be aware, man, that mental health awareness and and reach out. Tell the people that tell tell people you think are, are dealing with or having a bad day or going through something hard uh, in their life. You know, reach out. Tell them that you love, them, man, that you appreciate. them. So but again, guys, we do have some I got to give my my people out uh, a fucking shout out. <laughs> and we're gonna start out with with my guy Wally Holt. It's like my brother, man. It's my, you know, it's my fam. Uh, but he is he is the owner and operator, and works out of uh, one of the barbers at the Wildwood Reserve Barbershop in Murfreesboro, Tennessee. And if you're in Murfreesboro Borough or surrounding cities, you know, go go check them out. And it's uh at thirteen thirty. Northwest Broad Street in Murfreesboro. Or you can go to their webpage and they have all kind of uh, beer bombs, uh, hair treatment stuff, uh, merchandise, t-shirts, uh, all kind of stuff. But it's at uh, www.wwbarbershot.com. And again, www.wwbarbershot.com. And definitely, man, so it's a classy place with classy people, man. So, yeah, man, if you guys get a chance, go check out their website. If you're in the area, go get your hair trimmed up, get you a warm shave, and and they're definitely going to make you feel at home. Um, also, want to give a huge shout-out to TriStar Marketing Solutions. My, my fucking family, John Weiser, he is, man, he started this business from the ground and it is building and building and getting bigger and bigger and man, much, much love, much love. And what they do is they, um, they, they better your business small or large business. And, uh, they, uh, keep you in, in touch with how you know, how your website's doing, uh they they boost your views they boost um the way you know how you're getting out there your advertising and and that's what it is it is a marketing solution they they put they take your marketing for your business to a whole nother level a whole nother level. We use them at the Horror movie hood review uh Wildwood Reserve they use them <clears throat> and numerous other business so you can and you can go check them out at www.tri-star-marketing-solutions.net. They also have wwwtri marketing solutionscom So definitely go give them a shout. And again, his name's John Wiser, man, one of the best people I know. That is my family. Um, love that dude. And that is that's actually who the story was about at the beginning when me and my cousin are riding around in the car at the beginning of the podcast so um also uh the wiser choice realty they uh that is carla wiser she is one of the best realtors in middle Tennessee and she's she's awesome she she's awesome but that's uh yeah wiser choice realty and just talk to carla Wiser. let her get you into that new home without any of that bullshit you have to deal with with any other realtors because she's going to look out for your best interest and that's what you want you want somebody to find you something that you that you want that's going to fit you and carla will do that uh so yeah i'm Also, we do, we we still have the album out. We still have uh, Mentally Ill, which is t and Track Bastard. Uh, Mentally Ill, that's uh, that is out now, still uh, Concrete or Lead, when I, you know, play for y'all at Smoke Break. uh, It's that's Concrete or Lead, t and Track Bastard. We're on all media platforms. um, And yeah, man, go check it out. Go download it. It's some it's some good music, some real good feel good music. And yeah, again, go check out my my other guy, Rubber Bands. Uh he's he's got his YouTube channel and it's Rubber Bands R-U-B-B-E-R-B-A-N-D-Z. And uh so shout out to my guy and shout out to everybody who 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 supports us because again man we do this for you you know i do this for you guys uh I, I love you know i do it for myself but i love doing it for y'all it's uh if you get a kick out of it so do i so uh um, also want to give a shout out to my producer chris um much love thank you for keeping us afloat and uh keeping things running man much love uh my homeboy trap bastard b always got a show that man love, man, thank you for the intro, thank you for, uh, getting me out of my, my, my slum, my, my little hole, uh, a few years ago, and making me want to do music again, because I literally wanted to stop, and, uh, again, yeah, man, to, to all the people that are doing it, uh, thank you for, shout out to my wifey, for, uh, putting up with me, for putting up with me, and, uh. Yeah, I know I'm not I'm I'm hard to love, man. I'm I'm hard to love and it's uh it's a challenge, but she does it. So shout out to you. And uh love you. Hope you're having a good day at work. Uh but yeah, guys, we uh again with Christine just like I say, man, all the time, man, go rent it, borrow it, buy it, stream it, watch that motherfucker. Uh also, man, gotta give my guy Wally Holt a shout out, man, for our new fucking logo. Uh I really dig the new fucking horror movie Hood Review logo. I love it. Uh it's man, it's popping. Uh matter of fact, guys, if you're listening, go to our web pages and find out, you know, or and, and check it out. And you let us know what you think. Because, you know, I dig it. He's doing a couple of more for us and uh if you need some work like that done again, he is the owner of the Wildwood Reserve Barbershop and you can hit him up through there. You can contact him through there at www.wwbarbershop.com and let him know if you want some artwork done or a logo made or a fucking haircut. So but uh yeah guys, I I'm all, I'm, I'm looking at the, the the time man and it's uh yeah it's about time to go ahead and call this one, man. So everybody, I hope you had a great fucking weekend. Have a great fu- or a great week. Hope you hope you have a great fucking weekend. Stay safe. Be safe in this crazy ass fucking world that we live in nowadays. Stay safe, guys. Stay safe and do not let social media or the media fucking divide you any of us any of us that's uh that's that's something i i i can't stand man that division you know nah man we're 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 people we're all people we all bleed the same blood it's just a different type that's all it is and so from Tishon, uh the horror movie hood review family we just wanted to say much love. Hope you guys have a great fucking weekend. Smoke some weed. Watch some horror movies. And as as always, much love and peace.